Hi everyone, this is Julia here with Feeder Soul Mixtape, dropping in with Chad McMillan, my guest for today, and we're going to go with the flow, talk about the motions of the universe, <laughs> because a lot is happening today. I can feel the vibrations and the energy. It feels like this connection was been, was supposed to happen. Have, we have been meaning to make this connection, and it's finally here. So thank you for being with me, and tell me where you're at with mind, body, and soul right now, Chad. Oh, man. We're just like, <laughs> we're vibing this morning, and we've been trying to get this conversation even started. There's like, there's like a, a police siren going off outside right now, just as like, we're, we're getting warmed up. And when we, um, when we started this a few minutes ago, our first try, which, you know, uh, your viewers and listeners might not be tuned in on, depending how you share what happened, but like we got started and then this whole fire alarm went off and then I had to go downstairs and outside and like, you know, do the whole fire truck thing for a little bit. It wasn't my place that was on fire, but like, you know, there was actually a fire. We've been just like, we've been in it with all this stuff so far this morning. So I'm stoked to be here. These vibes are wild because even as we're just talking before we jump on, like all these things are coming up and good things. And there's obviously a lot of, uh, you know, particular energy here and just you and I holding space and, uh, and connecting. There's all these things that are showing up to, to, you know, chat about and, and explore. So, um, thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm already having a ton of fun and we haven't even started yet. I got a huge <laughs> smile on my face because of all these things that are going on. Um, but everybody's okay. Nobody got hurt in the fire. Uh, you know, it was just like a small kitchen fire, I think. And, um, and I feel great. Thank you for asking. I feel grounded and centered and, you know, strong and, and, uh, clear in my presence and, uh, path and purpose and all these good things. So, um, you know, happy to drop in and explore some, some cool things with you today. Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. And uh, it's so interesting because I also feel more grounded. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna make a joke and say, well, that was actually just a drill to warm you up for the podcast. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. I had no part in that. But oh, I guess I had some part in it because everything is interconnected. So we all had oh. some part in it. But I think it's really interesting that you said, you know, kitchen fires. Uh, that's something that I actually have maybe somehow, you know, I manifested it because I actually have that in my priorities. I don't know if you ever write down like your uh, a priority squadron that you put, you know, first priority, second priority, third, fourth, to kind of like see what is, pri what, what do you have to prioritize in your life? And the number one, it says like urgent and important. And one of the things that I wrote down was like kitchen fires. Because it's like, if there is a kitchen fire, you have to, you know, attend, like tend to immediately, like you can't wait. But I was meaning in like a metaphorical sense, like kitchen fire is like when there, a situation comes up in your life that you have to deal with immediately, right? But it's right. So, like, in, I wouldn't say like funny, but it's like so interesting that it actually showed up in like a physical material form that it was an actual kitchen fire that you had to tend to. And we all have those situations in our lives, you know, that something that we're not expecting, sometimes good or bad, but just that one thing that not like you can't wait, you have to like be there right 
then and there. And it makes you even more present, I think, to other things that are not, you know, the kitchen fires. <laughs> sort right. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A lot of magic in you doing that. Um, further to what you just said, I mean, so I was just describing in that first kind of intro of how I was feeling, you know, centered in my fire, in my being with some of my, you know, creative energy and projects I'm working on and, and that. And, um, and it was like 15, 20 seconds later, that fire alarm went off, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so all of this is connected. And that kind of stuff, for me, I mean, I'm a student of the universe. And, uh, you know, I, I keep my mind, body and soul open to these like, signs and signals and inspirations and stuff of the universe and uh, and from the universe and these are kind of obvious ones so i'm always blown away like i'm in awe uh, of that magic right so the fact that you even wrote that down i mean that's so interesting to me uh i wonder like how aware you are of your own power in that respect and equally would suggest to be mindful of the types of words you use. Don't write the, that again. <laughs> in, those, in those materials you're writing, you know, because obviously there's something channeling through that pen to the page. Um, it is why they call it spelling, which is, you know, a bit of a cliche, but um, you know, your spelling, your spell casting with words. So as one note, always be mindful of what words you use to describe things and um, to set those intentions and, you know, plan your days and your life and, you know, your world and all that good stuff. And that mirrors back to me as well. Cause as I just said, you know, I use the word fire in what I was sharing and an alarm goes off so uh i'm a pretty mindful cat you know your audience doesn't necessarily know who i am and um those who know me do uh but i'm you know of the wizard ilk i'm uh, i'm an alchemist for sure um, i've gone through a huge transformation in my own journey and um you know i'm very tuned into a lot of these things um you know, having worked with a lot of people, um, you know, and studied, I'll say with a lot of people that, um, that are, and, uh, you know, it's transformed my life. So I find all of this, you know, super fascinating and it's infused in everything I do in my world now. Right. So very cool. I had no expectation that any of these things would show up, you know, and here they are showing up for us already today. And, um, that lends great promise to where we'll go in this conversation. So I hope everybody, you know, enjoys the ride. It's uh, it's cool, but yeah, wild. So, so be mindful of the words you use in your voice and on paper, because I am not looking for a kitchen fire in my apartment today, <laughs> you know? But it's true, this yeah. stuff comes up and that's how it comes up. And it's just, you know, those are clues and, and insights about like how the universe actually works and how the world actually works um, versus, you know, how we think it works or how like 
literally logically things are connected right so um, right yeah pretty cool yeah it just made me curious uh talking about you know this like writing things down and um things manifesting in the real world and um that kind of thought process or just energy i definitely feel like really strong vibrations and energy like strong energy that we're dealing with i think we are you know we're calling into um like a higher level of uh, power here when we're talking about these things mm -hmm. and, and the fact that also you you've done a lot of the work around that and you know now we're combining our powers so, <laughs> um, right. we're definitely I think we're definitely dealing with like a strong field like mag magnetic field right now so I wanted to ask you like what are some of the things that I was going to ask you about what are some of the kitchen fires you want to put out but I think I actually wanted to <laughs> you know, more uh, along the lines of what are some of the things that you actually want to manifest in your life um, that you've written down? And like, sometimes you've forgotten, uh, has that ever happened to you that you write, you know, on a journal like a year ago or something, and then you forget about it and you look and like everything they wrote down manifested, like um, what are, what is your relationship to that? Like, what is your experience with that? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's deep. And um and as I share, I'm just always going to keep this lens on, on, you know, how we serve our listeners or our viewers, like in this conversation and go, okay, well, and answering that is, is great. And also how can I maybe provide some insight that, you know, helps people, right. That are kind of picking up on this, how they can maybe apply some of these things and the way, uh, the way I roll and the way I flow. Um, you know, firstly, why would we do some of this stuff? Uh, I do it um, for clarity as part of my mindful practice. It's part of my, you know, meditative practice um, to set clear intentions about what I want in my life and where I want to go and, you know, what I do want things to look like. Um, and so it's powerful because it's, it's like a process of working backwards you know, as opposed to just kind of blindly uh, fiddling forwards. They say, um, you know, the world moves uh, for the person who knows where they're going. So if you can envision these types of intentions and goals and, um, uh, you know, kind of destination milestones, I guess, if you will, uh, in your journey, then you will find, you know, things pulling you towards them, right? Um, the key is not to worry about how you're going to get there, but it is very helpful to know where do you want to go? And that's whether you want to build a home, you want that new, you know, jacket, you want uh, a new car, the types of relationships you want in your life, um, you know, where you want to travel, like all these things, right? Uh, we can we can do this kind of exercise with any of them. And for myself, one of the um, things I've learned about myself is that I channel inspiration like continually. I feel like I'm an open fire hose, like downloading creative inspiration on a regular basis, and um, I feel it's like a visionary-esque characteristic 
and I'm I'm gentle to use those types of terms because they can feel a little bit like self-aggrandizing or something, right? But I'm confident in my visions. I trust my creative energy, and um, it's a it's been applied in my life in very powerful ways. So I let that you know come into me, and I put myself personally in places that fuel that right so if I go for a nice walk in you know a beautiful park or like certain events or music or right um people I speak with like all these types of things that um that feed that and so I'm always downloading this and as a function of downloading these inspirations I'm note-taking like all day long so a tool I use is um, Evernote. Um, I don't have a journal per se. I have notebooks, you know, that are full of all kinds of like scribbles and designs and drawings and all this, you know, good stuff. But I, um, you know, I try and digitize those as much as possible. So they're always accessible. And with Evernote, I can just create these like, you know, and it's, I, I guess I'll say that's a nice plug for Evernote, but it's, it's free and it's a note-taking app that syncs across all your devices. So I've fallen in love with that. Right. And I can quickly create like notebooks and then have all these notes within that topic or theme. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, it'll be like a, you know, a business solution or a business, you know, product that I could create. Or it could be, um, you know, a film concept, right? Things like that. And so when I'm feeling it coming through me, um, you know, we talk about like writer's block um, versus what I'll suggest, like writer's flow, right? When I feel the inspiration, I just have my phone right on me and I'll just sit down for a minute and I'll just take all those notes whatever I'm hearing, feeling, uh, receiving is inspiration for that vision. And so I'll just put it all down until I'm, I'm kind of out of it, like until I've fully fleshed out what is, what is coming up. Mm -hmm. And then I organize it and then I just put it to the side and it kind of sets the, the wheel in motion. And it also is accessible for me anytime when that's ready to come back up again. So I'm not losing my ideas. I'm like inventorying and, and cataloging them, right? And that's also with respect to my life. Like, where do I want my life to go? What I want it to look like? You know, how, how do I want to live and things like this? And, um, and so I use other tools. I use like Pinterest for that as well. Like I'm, I'm a huge Pinterest fan. There's not a I lot of dudes Pinterest. out there. There's not a lot of dudes out there that I'm like talking to about Pinterest where I'm like, hey, bro, like, are you into Pinterest? And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. But I'm all about it. I even created a course on Pinterest, which I was just super, it was super fun to do because I finally like figured out how to use this thing properly. And I do use it with a lot of private boards for my own vision boards on all these different topics, creating brands, like doing all this you know, type of stuff and um, super powerful because yeah. then 
similarly to these to these notes you have this visual representation of all of these components right so um yeah that definitely helps uh manifest because then you know what you're manifesting right you can't get what you want if you don't know what that is you can't you know you're not asking for it and the other side of manifestation is of course well maybe not of course i don't think it's necessarily obvious but the big component is about feeling into yourself in those states right so if you're an actor right are you on the red carpet you know at your film premiere at the oscars um you know are you on set in character in that movie you know that star wars movie i'm going to put those words out today because we're doing some big manifesting as we've been talking so i'm going to i'm going to put them in there right i'd love to be in a star wars film it would be a huge it would be a huge time or like game awesome. of thrones or like game of thrones right like mandalorian coming oh mandalorian would be unreal like right it'd be amazing so i'm seeding those as we're having this conversation to say you know i would love to be in any of those those productions those are just like unreal so so inspiring you know the work and the stories and the characters yeah. and i love okay. like i'm i'm so connected with everything that you're saying like i'm just listening but i love what you're sharing um about vision boards and um you know pinterest because that was like something that I discovered as well. Like recently I did, I had like a, I mean, I have a vision board that I made, you know, like a collage with, you know, glue and like magazine cutouts and just things that you want in your life. Um, and actually two things that I put up at the top or well, one place that I love, like spiritually speaking, and I just like love the nature. And, and I discovered uh, last year was the first time I've ever been was Sedona in mm. Arizona. I had never been there. So I put, and it just like made me feel, it just like recharged my energy. I don't know how to explain. It's just like being there, just like, it's like very recharging of your energy, you know, like a battery, like you just plug in the Sedona, then you come back recharged. Uh, and then on the other side, I had like um, Hilary Swank winning an Oscar, like the feeling of like winning an Oscar of accomplishment and, you know, being recognized for your work and, and doing something you love, like being in something like, you know, yeah, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, that would be awesome. But oh, yeah. um, I, and I just finished watching The Mandalorian last week. Uh, you're buzzing. So I got, so I got really yeah. into Baby Yoda <laughs> powers, <laughs> Jedi powers. Yeah. <laughs> and Pinterest is like something that it, it kind of, it doesn't replace, I guess, like a physical vision board. But it's so fun to like look at it, like what you said, from like a vision board perspective that uh, you can go into it. And and I was actually, uh, after I did my vision board, I was researching on Pinterest, like vision boards. And I was just thinking that I was like, oh, I can just pin a whole bunch of vision boards of things that I want into my life, you know, and it's actually really cool. It's just like a fun way to make it exciting that it doesn't have to be something um a lot of things a lot of the times i also think that you know um people might think or when we're starting to think oh what do i want in my life 
maybe if you just like write it down and you feel like it's kind of like a chore or like you're not excited about it it's not the same as you're just like having fun with it and making it exciting mm -hmm. and like you're actually creating joy out of it and pinterest helps with that part of just like the, building the excitement like you can get anything you want out of the world and put it on on pinterest <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a it's a good tool right i think a note would be to say that if you're doing some vision boarding work and what you're putting in there is not exciting you is not moving you into that state um then i think you're curating the wrong things on your board like life is meant to be full of joy there is meant to be like light in our experience um i don't feel that we are meant to live in a state of like ecstasy per se like i don't mean might not be the right word but but like we're not meant to live in like a like a super high like super up state right just like i don't feel we're meant to live in a super down state but i feel we're meant to live in a like a super harmonious balanced joyful state right so it's not like an adrenaline charged excitement um that i'm referring to but you should feel those waves of joy in you as you're manifesting whatever you want to create for you know yourself in your life and um you know i've always done it and i trust in that that journey i mean i'm putting out here the things like yes you know star wars would be amazing and working on house of the dragon would be amazing and you know hbo i love and like working with hbo would be amazing I don't know, like, let's see what happens. You know, we can look back at this in five, 10 years and go, wow, you know, there was a fire. And then like, we talked about kitchen fires and that was going on. And then look, now you're on Star Wars. And like, you know, we have to look back at that from here. So we're not gonna get that answer today, but I'm putting it in because we've got all this magic sprinkling, but equally so, you know, for your audience and for anyone that's picking up on this, you know, on this conversation, um, that is the way, right? Is turning yourself. That in. is the way. <laughs> it is. Yeah, As right. Mandalorian would say. Yeah, no, no. So funny. That's so funny. Um, this is the way. Yeah, let, let's just let this keep pouring through us, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm all for it. Uh, that wasn't even like a conscious reference. Um, it's just the, it is just the way things are and who we are. Um, highly suggest allowing ourselves to connect with ourselves as that vibrational instrument right and so mm -hmm. the work of of transformation is exploring ourselves in ways that um the things we are doing are draining or depleting our energy or you know our enthusiasm or similar and recalibrating the things that we can control right and um you know setting intentions for the things that we can't um to move from that place of experiencing things in those ways to experiencing things in you know ways we'd like that feel better that increase our energy or vitality or you know our uh, enthusiasm for life, the, the joy in our experience, you know, uh, our path purpose, 
contribution to the world, like all this, you know, magical yeah. stuff. So that's, that's like personal alchemy, right? And I've personally done a lot of that work to move uh, those components in myself. And it is an ongoing process, always improving, but it's about an intention to do that. And vision boarding is a very, you know, anchored component to uh, that path. It's a very, you know, key tool in that uh, to facilitate that. And um, I've got examples for days of how I've created those, you know, those opportunities and how they've materialized in my life. So, I would love to hear, like, if you have like an example that comes to your mind, I'd love to hear one, like something that stands out that you talked about or you wrote, wrote it down and then it showed up in your life. Yeah, I mean, I've been on this journey for, for quite some time. And, um, you know, there's so many different ways that I wanted to reinvent myself. And, um, and there's one once upon a time, I'll say that was always, uh, that was always a, a great um, milestone for me. So I always used to say that um, when I made it in business, um, you know, I'm an independent entrepreneur. I've run public companies and private companies and raised millions of dollars and all, done a bunch of different things and kind of that whole entrepreneurial world. And a great, you know, moment was when I was younger. And I always said, uh, when I've made it, I'll know I've, I've uh, made it because I'll be on Letterman right? Dave Letterman and, and his show, which is a couple of years out, but still it was a great, great story. And, um, and so I was in Manhattan and I was on a, you know, a road show with one of my companies and meeting with financiers and all this stuff. And Letterman was taping. So I had the opportunity to go to Letterman. And now of course, the way, you know, you think you express that is, uh, is like, I'm going to be sitting on the couch next to Dave, and we're going to be having a conversation. Maybe that still happens, <laughs> right? But in that context, you know, I took a seat in the audience. And um, during his opening monologue, these two people sitting in front of me, just like up and left. And I'm like, well, where did they go? And all of a sudden out of the corner, Alec Baldwin comes out of the side door and sits down right in front of me. And he's part of the act. So now all of a sudden he's like calling out, you know, to Dave, like trolling Dave during his monologue. And the camera turns to Alec, right? And I'm a big fan of his work. like guy makes me cry he's just so funny right and uh when you look on the taping of letterman and when the show aired you can see my face over <laughs> alec baldwin's shoulder and i'm just sitting there with this huge smile on my face because like i'm taking it all in and realizing um that that had happened right so that was that was one and i uh you know, I saved the clip. I don't know where it is now, but that was a moment where you're like, well, that's not how I expected that to happen. But technically, that's what just occurred. So I guess I've arrived, you know? Right. 
another example which was another example which is a little more recent but which which was super cool is um you know i've i've set the intention to play a lead in a feature film now lofty right i don't have you know 10 years of like strasbourg you know theater training and and similar to really like potentially play at that level or do i right so i believe i do and i believe i you know with the right people around me can can deliver exceptional um, performances and context that could carry a feature, right? That's a confidence I have deep in myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the context of that intention, I set the intention to say, I'd love to play a lead in a feature film. So I'm putting that out to the universe. And it's it was so wild. So I'll tell you the full story. So not long after, a colleague of mine was at VIF, Vancouver Film Fest, and said, hey, I have, you know, tickets for the, um, for the uh, finale, right, which is uh, Manchester by the Sea. Um, oh, that's a great movie. Which is Casey Affleck's, uh, you know, performance. And, um, and, you know, Michelle Williams in it. And, yeah, it was incredible, the, this, this film. And... Uh, I was like, kind of, you know, on the fence. I'm like, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go. And then I went, yeah, okay, I'll go, right? So I watched this and, you know, Casey's an exceptional talent and, um, you know, I was familiar with some of his work in the past, but like not a ton of it, right? And, um, you know, I watched the film and his performance was, was incredible and it's just quite moving and the whole the whole uh, the whole thing and um so watch that film thought none of it uh months later not even months later i get a call out of the blue through my agent from his production team that they're going to be shooting the film in vancouver and they've asked me if i'd like to be his uh on camera double and stand in for the full project and he is the writer, the producer, the director, and the lead of the movie. So it was pretty far out. And so then they're like, well, they'd like to meet with you. And, you know, can you come to the studio? And I just thought I'd be meeting with, you know, production. But I walk in to meet the team and he's sitting right there. So I walk in and he's like, what's up, dude? Right? <laughs> I'm like... what's going on man you know like totally caught me off guard and then you know he looks at me and he's like well you look just like me and I'm looking at him and I'm thinking yeah I think you're right like and this is he had the longer hair and kind of the beard going and stuff as well and I mean there's only so many of us rocking this kind of look in the first place but we also had like the same height dimensions all this sort of stuff so we chatted about it and long story short, you know, they offered me the, the gig and I got the privilege of working with him and, um, and his team, uh, Black Bear and wow. Adam Markapaw and, you know, uh, a whole amazing roster of exceptional, you know, artists. And it was interesting because I wasn't the lead, 
right? Mm -hmm. But I was the lead's double. And like, I was the lead stand-in. And I would actually run the blocking of his scenes because he was behind the camera as the director framing them. So I'd run the blocking of everything first so he could see like how it would work, right? Yeah. And then he'd come swap in for me and then they'd run it. So like- It's a great story. I love so that. So like for a guy who's like, you know, I mean, I have a lot of life experience, but at a really technical level, sending that immediate intention where like you skip the day player roles and you know other kind of opportunities and all of a sudden you're leading the feature um i still believe i could pull that off in the moment right mm -hmm. but it was like this exceptional apprenticeship opportunity where i was i was like the lead but without the um the pressure of actually having to do that work at that <laughs> stage. It's like as close as you can get. So it wasn't exactly what I envisioned manifesting and that, uh -huh. you know, that manifestation could still occur again, you know, in my future in different ways, but that's how it appeared. And it was so obvious to me, the connection magic to my, you know, yeah. request that the universe delivered, delivered it in a way that I could comfortably, you know, experience it and grow with it and, you know, enjoy it and realize it. Right. So the synchronicity and all that was like, for me and um, yeah. so cool. So those are, those are two fun, you know, kind of higher profile type examples of uh, manifestation experiences I've, you know, enjoyed in recent years. I love those um yeah this is great I really like hearing like the story behind it too like how you got to it and uh you know and like yeah the whole process because yeah I do believe that it really especially when we're ha we have like this intention behind it and excitement you know uh behind it I think it really works I wanted to share also like something that happened with me um along those lines that I just I just thought of it was like one of the things that that I was, but that wasn't even, I didn't even know about like technically about manifestation you know, when I was like a little kid, I don't know, like a little kid, but maybe like in eighth grade or, you know, like mm -hmm. middle school, high school. But I remember, do you know when you had, um, I remember finding this when I went back home, finding this like essay that I wrote. And you remember how the teachers would ask you like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, how do you see yourself? Yeah. <laughs> in like in 10 years yeah. or you know who do you want to be when you grow up kind of thing yeah. and then people would say oh I want to be an astronaut I want to be an architect I want to be a doctor that kind of thing mm, yeah. and and I was just going over you know all these like old because I was throwing away a lot of stuff I was moving my family was moving to like a different apartment and I was just like okay now I have to go through all my you know kids stuff like what do I want to keep what do I want to throw away and I found I found all these like essays and one of the, I think it was an eighth grade essay that I found that it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my answer, and this is like, I didn't even, I didn't, wasn't living in the US, you know, I had no idea. And literally like my answer was, uh, I, and this is so far out also for like a kid to say this because it's so out of like my, you know, universe at the time that it wasn't like, oh, I want to be a teacher or a doctor, or, you know, a lawyer or something. It was like, 
uh, when I grow up, I want to work with celebrities in Hollywood. I want to talk to directors and uh, actors, and I want to be a part of the film industry. And mm -hmm. I want to like meet them on the red carpet. And I want, like, I was saying all these things as like an eighth grader. And I totally, like, I didn't even remember I wrote this essay at all. But I ended up, you know, going to New York and working as a red carpet host. And, mm -hmm. and I interviewed like all these like directors and actors. And I think at the time I was thinking more like I want to, you know, as an actress, because my background is also like acting. But it's kind of like I didn't imagine that I was going to be a red carpet host. I think I was just thinking, oh, I want to work in the film industry kind of thing. But everything I wrote in my essay, you know, along those lines, like it happened because I met the directors, I met the film, you know, producers, I met the actors. I worked with them on the red carpet. I met them on the red carpet, um, you know, but as a red carpet host. So it was like a little bit um, different than what I, I guess like, I don't even know what I imagined when I wrote that essay, to be really honest, because right. I just had this idea of like what Hollywood is, right? So in right. a way, you know, it happened. And I, and that was like, I don't know, 10 years later, 15 years later, it happened. But, you know, it was just so weird to me, like going back home and then finding the essay and reading this, and then realizing mm -hmm. that everything I wrote actually already happened. Right. <laughs> that was kind of interesting uh, moment. Well, we met. You and I first met on a red carpet. That's where we first crossed paths. Where did we meet, actually? Was it the, um, the, um, the Imperial? I have a pretty good memory. Just okay. <laughs> you probably Imperial. have a better memory than I do. <laughs> Imperial? Yeah, well, it, you know, totally changed your life. It was just like this huge, spectacular experience and no, we had a great, we had a great, uh, you know, uh, connect, but it was on a red carpet. I remember at the Imperial, which was uh, one of the lighthouse parties, I believe, where they oh, had the big kind of red carpet okay. entrance for VIF and all that sort of stuff. So that's where this first, you know, so we met on the red there. carpet. So that happened. <laughs> okay. That happened. And hearing your story, that's. <laughs> awesome i'm you know stoked i was able to kind of play a part in that you know childhood vision of sorts you know yeah that's uh, awesome uh, i'm glad that you remember i'm sorry that i don't remember well, that it's okay it. obviously it meant a lot more to me um but you know not a big deal but i think i had it in an evernote note somewhere so that's really where it came from oh that's really cool <laughs> that now it all comes full circle I do, actually, <laughs> I do actually fully remember visually because i walked the carpet and like talked to a bunch of people and we were vibing on a bunch of things and uh what was going on and stuff but um but yeah super fun right so like it's not important to stress about exactly what it's gonna look like you know it's helpful to create the vision board and have the images. And there's many cases for many people that what they manifest is exactly like it. Um, you froze for a sec though. Am I still going? I'm just wondering. You froze for a sec. I can still hear you, but you just froze for, for a second. But you froze in like a good frame. You know, sometimes people froze, freeze in weird faces. 
<laughs> just give it a minute. I can still, oh, you're back. You're back. You got me. Yeah, sorry, I was freezing up there for a sec. Um, many examples of people manifesting exactly what they have on their vision board. But the key is, in my opinion, is to just set the intention of, you know, what that is. Sure, set the vision, use these tools, right? Cut out magazines, like whatever you want your life to look like. But what's important is to have a vision. Like find that thing that sets your, you know, your heart and soul on fire, right? That, um, that lights you up, that makes you feel the way you want to feel and put that out there to the universe, you know, ask for it uh, and then trust and let that come to you. And it'll manifest in these different ways, right? And then you'll, you know, you'll be there. And then you'll have these spectacular moments where you're, you know, going to think, I can't believe I'm actually standing here and this is actually happening. And it does happen. And it can happen to you. It can happen to me. You know, it can happen for all of us. Um, this is part of the dance and our relationship with the universe. And like tying that, and this is, you know, my belief, and this is the philosophy I live with, right? Um, and again, I have all these examples more of moments of, you know, big and small miracles that I've witnessed uh, that have continued to reinforce this philosophy for me, right? So yeah. I, you know, I deep, I deep, or I drink deeply from that well, right? And, um, you know, I don't need anyone else to affirm that for me. I just, I know my kind of, you know, spiritual, you know, without sounding too like faith-based or like whatever, right? I just, I know my spiritual leanings in this respect. And um, I know my perspectives, right? About these, uh, these topics. Um, so like, it comes, uh, it, it comes up for us and it will come up for us in stride. What we get stuck in and where the work is um, individually is when we are lying to ourselves about our journey. So yeah, where does that come from, right? I mean, that comes from, you know, fear that comes from, you know, uh, childhood traumas that comes from, uh, you know, certain toxic circumstances that may currently exist around us. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, I'll kind of like riff a couple, uh, a couple of these off because it's valuable to, you know, turn some light on uh, things mm -hmm. about deserving what we want. Um, you know, where people around us suggest we don't deserve that or we can't have that or we shouldn't ask for that you know that we're not worthy of that that we're not good enough or you know um all yeah, this kind of deeper like all this deeper kind of stuff and so first we need to we need to not blame ourselves for 
whatever comes up in that world, you know? Some of this comes up through like um, family patterns. It comes up through just experiences we've experienced in our lives. Like we don't all, you know, wake up when we're born here, um, zend out meditating, you know, connected with our breath and letting energy move, you know? We don't necessarily have that level of awareness. We don't particularly teach that in the West. People aren't developed with that type of connection to like themselves to you know ourselves to um to our world right we live in a very um mind first mentally um you know moved first mentally solved first um environment in our western culture particularly and so we don't necessarily have deeper connections to like our emotional rhythms or like our energy rhythms and um, things like this. And so we are experiencing, and especially also with increasing technology, right? And use of uh, more frequently, I believe we are experiencing, you know, this increasing um, inducement, I'll say of stress in our world without the tools or the experience to necessarily like manage them, right? And um, calibrate ourselves to consider them. So when we're talking about like manifestation and setting intentions for a world and like realizing our dreams and all these great things, um, first thing, which is so important is we need to get objective about ourselves. So we need to be able to like step outside of ourselves and look at ourselves like someone else looking back. It's a really valuable technique um, to say, okay, well, if, I, if, you know, if I'm giving myself advice on where I'm at, like, what are the things that are holding me up? What's coming up for me that I feel is slowing me down, that doesn't feel right, that's like, you know, draining my energy. We have to identify those things because we need to make adjustments, right? Um, you know, we have to take those actions to make those types of things move. We have to move into a place where we um, allow ourselves to, uh, you know, to feel, to believe, to accept that we deserve to feel that deep, harmonious level of joy and fulfillment and success in our lives and peace in our lives right yeah being comfortable with that level of happiness joy success it, it doesn't uh, mean like a bunch of things need to be happening it's just something you settle into and you just go yeah i allow i allow that, that in right that's so one, of, one of the things that was coming up for me around that uh was also that i feel like it i definitely resonate with everything you're saying and uh, this part of like being comfortable with just being happy, being at peace and that things are working out for you and you're successful and you deserve it. And it's okay to be happy and joyful and that life is supposed to be fun and those kinds of things. Um, I definitely feel like I have been in those moments, you know, here, here and there, like not, I would like to make it more constant, I guess, like is what I would say. Uh, to make it like a more like I'm more in those moments like that is the normal 
right? That is like our normal is to be joyful, peaceful, happy, having fun, that kind of thing. And, and sometimes I've noticed in myself that sometimes I will feel like a certain uncomfortableness when everything is going my way. Does that make sense? It, which, which I think like comes from, from that, like yeah. not enoughness or do I deserve this? Or, you know, is right. this like, is it like, do, yeah, is this okay for me to be, you know, feeling like I'm doing better than everybody else? Or I think those kinds of feelings, you know, like a certain guilt, like a hidden guilt of like being so successful or reaching a certain level of success. Those things come up when things are going well for you. Like, um, so that that's really interesting that you're bringing that up as well, because that that's kind of like what I was working on myself is like, being comfortable with the idea that you will be uncomfortable being comfortable. <laughs> Does that make sense? And then try to make it all like mash. Yeah. Being comfortable with that level of happiness and success. Does well, that make sense? I said comfortable like a million times. You know, is, is part of the work. Um, no, yeah, well, yeah, you, but you're affirming that. You're spelling that out into the universe as you're as you're saying it. So you're manifesting your comfort as you're talking about that word. You know, you're bringing comfort into your into your being, even as you're just saying it out loud. So, um, I'd suggest breath work. Like when that comes up for you, recognize that that is likely sourcing from a place of fear. You know, can I hang on to this? Can I keep this going? uh do i deserve to be here like that's like self-doubt and things like that creeping in so you know just settle in and enjoy that experience when when you're in those moments of all this magic occurring in your life and work through the breath there's nothing else you need to do right the thing we need to do is just breathe so just allow yourself space to just sit and be comfortable and breathe and you know just come to presence and just enjoy the magic you get to witness, right? And uh, that's around you. Um, you know, it's very true that we can be uh, self-destructive and I've gone through those phases of my own life where um, you do things, right? Like you smoke or you drink or like you, you do certain things and not to like project that, but I've been, you know, sober for over eight years um, where, uh, I was hung over a lot, right? So how does that affect how I feel? And how does that affect, you know, my ability to sustain certain states of harmony and balance um, on a regular basis? Well, it was difficult. I was still a lot of fun when I was out, like, you know, partying and socializing and stuff like this. Um, when I was drinking, at least I, you know, felt that to be the case. But, uh, you know, on the other side of that, you feel this low. So when we're talking about like percentages of these emotions in our day, well, it could start from like 90% shitty, right? And 10% good. And all we want to do is we just want to start moving that forward. So for myself, like I changed how I work where I work, you know, what I work on, what I eat, what I put in my body, how I exercise, you know, uh, what type of exercise, 
introducing, you know, meditation. There's a whole bunch of different components, you know, and they say uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. So don't okay. expect that to happen in a day. But this is this is the journey. And bit by bit, as you recalibrate and make these adjustments into things that make you feel better about yourself, you're actually empowering your instrument to manifest what you're seeking faster because you're not undermining your own visions and dreams. So when you're um, putting these kind of like, you know, images together and these intentions together about what you want your life to look like, um, you know, if you're not doing it with something that really lights your life up and, and really, you know, feels fulfilling for you, that is in alignment with your dream, then you're only lying to yourself about what your dream is. And that's another component that happens a lot, right? Where it's not just whether somebody feels they deserve it. It's, you know, others telling them they can't or that they feel they need to be someone else because of what society says everybody should look like, you know, or should behave like the kind of like white picket fence, you know, 2.2 kids world and lifestyle. And, you know, I'm a pretty free spirited cat. You've seen a lot of like my content and my vibe out there. And that's been part of it for me too, to just embrace myself as I am, even though the way I operate or the way I participate in the world often feels very different for me than a lot of the people that I cross paths with. So I've learned to embrace that for myself to go, well, that doesn't make me less of a person. That doesn't make me wrong or bad or like anything like this. This is just who I am. This is the space I'm meant to carry. And yeah, not no, carrying like the, no judgment space, right? Like not yeah, like any like, and, like and, inner and, critic. Right. And not carrying myself in that full centered radiance of who I actually am and accepting myself in that deep way, right? Alluding to what you were suggesting off the top was about like self-love, right? And, uh, you know, and certainly the acceptance of self. I embrace that in myself and I go, well, here is my, you know, unique flag to fly and my unique presence to offer and my unique perspectives to share as gifts, you know, with the world. So it is a it is a journey though of getting to a place of kind of centered confidence and comfort in that to be able to hold your space that way. And I've certainly, you know, got some far out stories, I'll tell you, of things that I've gone through to like develop that and to realize that. I have a good actually exercise, a little like trick. I'll, I'll share that in a minute as well, but um, to at least start that process. But that's where you're going, right? Is you're going to this place of accepting yourself, accepting your truths, you know, your dreams, your visions, as you seek them for yourself and your life and your world, painting that portrait, right? And participating in that honestly, without lying to yourself and others about what those are, because you think yeah. they need to look like something different because of what you see on a billboard every day or what, yeah. you know what you're being told life is supposed to look like because i tell you you're going to go to what you think life is supposed to look like and if it's not what you want your life to look like you're not going to be happy in that you know in that state and you're going to get there and you're going to go well what the heck is this 
everything on paper says this is what my life is supposed to look like why isn't it what you know why isn't it making me feel the way i expected it to make me feel or that they said it would make me feel like and it yeah. doesn't and it's because you're disconnected from your truth about what actually makes you uniquely as an individual feel that way right and so that's yeah, like that's so true right i mean maybe hopefully for some people that's a real like mind-blown moment where they go yeah right that's me and you know that makes a lot of sense and yeah uh, it's that's it's the, why that's, it's it's why there's the disconnect in that right yeah that's why we have to recalibrate for it that's something I definitely uh, have experienced in my life too, that it's when you're living through the expectation of others. And, you know, I call it like life that looks good on the outside, but it doesn't feel good on the inside because deep inside, you know, what do you want to be doing with your life? What is your journey is like, uh, you know, what we're talking about earlier, like what excites you, what makes you happy, like what makes your heart be faster. And when you try to convince yourself that, you know, you should go a different way or like someone gives you advice and all of that, uh, you know, it to kind of um, in a way, like sometimes people think they're putting you on your path, but they're actually throwing you off your path because you're already, you're already on your path. You, you knew where you were going. And then you start questioning your own decisions uh, based on, you know, other people's like criticisms or opinions or, you know, their expectations of what you should be doing with your life. And yeah, I definitely think that, you know, the, that we need to listen to that inner voice. And one of the things that makes me think of as well is like turning that inner critic into your inner supporter, you know, that it's like when you can change that inner voice into something that is positive, like inner voice that is leading you like from your higher self that is leading you from a place of, you know, goodness and passion and self-love. That's a much better place to live in with that inner voice than that inner critic, you know, at least like one of the biggest things that biggest game changers for me has been meditation. You know, I've been meditating for, I think about five years now. And honestly, at this point, I don't, I don't even understand how people could survive without meditation, honestly, you know, right. <laughs> like that. I'm like, I don't know how people survive without this. It's kind of like breathing oxygen, you know, it's like drinking water because it's kind of like the only thing that centers me into my self-loving self, you know, and one of the biggest game changers for me, it has been to bring myself back into my own team that, you know, I used to have a really harsh inner critic that, you know, everything in my life all the time. And now I have an inner voice that is so loving and caring and it helps me so much. Like no matter what you're going through, that you have that inner voice just telling you, you know, I love you no matter what, like I'm here for you. Like whatever you're going through, whatever you need to get through this, I'm here with you. You know, like my inner voice has become so supportive <laughs> that I'm just like, you know, okay, I'm going to keep going. Like it gives you that, um, that self-love and that love of like, um, you know, that unconditional love and, and supportive voice that you need. It can come from your, your own inner voice, you know, for you you know <laughs> yeah it's great to hear that like you know i mean why isn't that awesome it's awesome it's awesome to hear you know it always brings me joy to hear when people are like realizing those you know levels for themselves um meditation is a fantastic tool i meditate every day i start my day with it before i'm even out of bed i start with my meditation that allows me to 
um, calibrate my energy for the day, right? Uh, being around like the markets and things like that. I used to wake up in the morning and hung over whatever and just like roll out of bed and pick up the phone. So like mm -hmm. what energy was I carrying into that? Well, often, you know, tired, irritable, like fatigued energy, right? Um, so then that would shape the conversations I would have and that would set my whole tone for the day. Equally, you know, I don't think we have a full understanding of where we go when we sleep and our dreams and all these types of things. And my dreams these days are amazing. And I go on these like epic <laughs> dream journeys and I remember most of them and I wake up, you know, in the morning and like, there's all those energies of my dream experiences that are in me. You know, when you like wake up at night and you're like, whoa, did that just happen? And then you're like, oh no, it didn't happen. But your body went there like it actually was occurring. So waking up in the morning, uh, for all of us, I feel, is similar to that, right? So holding the space first thing in the morning allows us to integrate and diffuse the energies that we might be um, carrying from our dream experiences and also allows us to settle in to how we're feeling in the moment as well as calibrate our vibe in, um, you know, intentionally into how we'd like to feel for the day and what we'd like to achieve for the day and what our intentions are for the day and all that. And just hold that space, you know, and some can't do it for five minutes. Some like to do it for, you know, a half an hour. It's what feels right for you, but just hold that space. I suggest until those kind of three phases can flow through you. And now you're calibrated energetically to start your day and get up and connect with the world and, you know, go play and do those things that you've set out to do. And mm -hmm. the reason meditation is so powerful in that respect, I also feel is because when we're meditating, we cannot lie to ourselves about what we want. When we talk to other people, we lie. Like people lie about what it is they want for social reasons, for like to win favor, for whatever reasons that motivate people to be disingenuous about what it is they truly want, right? For feel of being mocked, like all kinds of stuff, right? But um, when we're meditating, holding that space allows what actually comes up for us to genuinely show up for us. So this is it. We can't lie to ourselves in meditation. You know, what we actually want meets us there. So it's a terrific tool on this, you know, path of being honest with ourselves. What we discover there that we can then take into our world, right? To make the adjustments in our world, to be more in alignment with what we're discovering about what we really want, right? And how we really feel about our life and our world in those meditative states, you know?
Yeah. So it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It's just you in space where you can ground and just settle in and just listen, you know, to yourself and give yourself space to just breathe and be and feel, right? And just start from wherever you're from, whether that's a minute or five minutes or whatever, like it's no judgment, but it's just starting that practice. And I think this is, you know, uh, another component of that to add on. Like there is no, there is no fakery in the meditative experience. It is yours. It's your gift. It doesn't cost you anything. You know, it's like, it's you, you know, practicing that self-love in your own space in this, in this kind of wokeness of this kind of conscious, you know, evolution people are partaking in. There is a very like woo-woo-esque layer into it that we can drift into. And there's many that like we know and bless them, love them, that show up and kind of they're like, and I'm so woke today. And like, they're just like wearing the woke, right? Like it's like a visual representation or it's like it's something, look, visual expressions of consciousness and you know, connection to source energy and life in the universe and stuff is, um, is all valid. There's tensions of this, but I think you understand what I'm saying, where I'm like, there's examples of this occurring where people just kind of show up and they're like, I'm totally tuned in. Right. And it's like, okay, well, it's cool if that's the case, but, um, there's no room for that. Like in this, in this modality we're describing, like in this meditative practice in, uh, connecting with your center and your source energy. It doesn't require any of that visual noise. It doesn't require a whole bunch of like special things. There's there's interesting tools and techniques and what have you that can accentuate your connection. But the connection for yourself to this is through yourself, right? And, and through ourselves uh, in that, we have to do the work. We have to look back upon ourselves and say, what isn't serving me? What is serving me? What do I want this to look like, which isn't here now? And we need to make those adjustments for ourselves. And as we take those leaps through the fear that presents itself on the, what if I make those moves, what is going to happen? If we leap through that fear and accept that the universe is always looking out for your greatest and highest good. And you alluded to this before of like the, uh, why do things happen? So if we recalibrate our perspective to say, everything that is occurring is in alignment with my greatest and highest good. And I trust that, right? Then even this hell I am going through, whatever that might be for each or any of us, is still connected to that truth just consider that you don't even have to sit here and drink all the chad you know spiritual philosophy kool-aid today just consider that for a moment what happens if you consider that that is the truth what happens if we live with that lens in our lives and our life experiences then you can look at any hell of hells that may be presenting itself in our lives and look for 
the message. Look for the silver lining. Look for the, why has this occurred? And why is this occurring? Mm -hmm. And what is it supposed to show me and teach me? Where is it supposed to take me? Um, yeah, and ask those questions we, too, right? Yeah, well, so like yeah, let me just finish this, finish because it's, it's so, it's just super powerful and really important. Mm -hmm. if, we, if we change our relationship with our life experience in that way, and we even just consider that that's what's occurring, even though visually and experientially it might not look or feel that way on surface. And, and it's tough to say this and make this suggestion because for each person, our journey is different. For each person, you know, those coals we have to walk through to make these transformations in our lives, which are our own um, personal and unique journeys, can be, can be like the real stuff. It can be really, really difficult right to to accept if i'm proposing this in some form of you know universal truth as our um you know in our life experience for people to consider uh it's really it makes it really tough depending what each person is experiencing but consider that you're you know uh take a shot at looking at it that way and i will suggest to you and it's been the truth in my experience that when I made that change in my life, and I look at the, you know, the darkest circumstances and situations that have occurred in my journey, and when I'm going through them, that I've looked at them with that lens, I have found those meanings. Mm -hmm. I have found the trust. I have found the miracles. I've found the magic, right, in my um, relationship with the universe. Right. And the, you know, the creation and design of my life and my life path that have led me through them. And that as soon as I look that way at those circumstances and see and find the message and receive it and integrate it into my life, that those circumstances go away. And so it's trusting that through those darker tunnels, right, to that light of, um, you know, trusting that's what's occurring is that that's a part of your growth as you're moving through this sludge or experience or like really, you know, heavy thing that is occurring um, so that you can learn something you're supposed to learn on your soul or, you know, soul level to continue to grow. Right. And, and that will serve you almost right away as you continue to, you know, live in this, this life experience. Right. That's a whole like recalibration of how we experience our lives and, um, it's part of taking ownership of our design and also part of, you know, in our design of our lives, but also, um, you know, improving our relationship with our life experience, with source energy, with the universe, all that. But I, I tell you, as I sit here, make that calibration. Anyone who's watching or listening to this, just consider it. Just say, what if I look at this from that lens? How does my perspective on what's occurring here change? Right? What is this meant to show me? What, what, what can I take from this? Why is this occurring? Like, go a deeper level. Don't just yell at the experience, you know, or throw shit at it. Like, just go, why are we here? What is, what am I missing? What am I supposed to see here? And how does that serve my greatest and highest good? How does that serve like my growth? How does that serve my life 
path and purpose and just trust that. And so that's like, that's like the true layer of wokeness. You know what I mean? And everybody's throwing woke around. Like, it's just this, like, you know, it's like this hot potato. Now it's being a bit overused as a term. It's being kind of like negatively connotated as being politically aligned and all this stuff. But, but there's like the woo woo, which is like, you know, I'm in it. Right. And then there's the, like the woke, like grounded real shit of like, I do my work and I'm connected to, you know, my path, my purpose, um, my greatest and highest good. I trust in my journey. You know, the universe loves me, right? I'm the master of my destiny, like all of these things. And, you know, realizing that. And that's like, that's like true woke. That's like real consciousness. That's like the real work. Do you know what I mean? And um, those are my perspectives, but those are, those are also my truths. That's how I live my life and bless everybody. Bless everybody who's, you know, anyone who's wooing it out there. I love you too, right? Like it's all valid. However, we express ourselves and however we experience doing that work. But that is like, that's the real stuff. That's how we find that, that connection. That's how we recalibrate our relationship to it all. That's how we move out of our own way. That's how we let all of our dreams come you know, to join us. That's how we manifest what we seek into our life is like getting on that train. You know what I mean? And, uh, and doing this work and, uh, you know, doing that, everything's, everything's possible. Right. So. Yeah. Wow. Are. I've just been, you know, I'm like taking it all, all that in, but I, I feel you uh, on that and, and just like connecting to that essence, that truth that we know, like that powerful truth that is inside of us and, just letting that speak to us, right? Um, just I do believe that when we meditate or even when we're dreaming, we're connecting with a higher, you know, level of understanding of this reality. So there is a lot that we can, a lot of answers that we can get from there. And um, one of the things that I think I shared with you before that was, you know, um, when I need to find an answer to something or if I'm struggling with something, what should I do? that sometimes I'll ask the, I'll either write it down, the question the night before, or I'll ask the universe, you know, universe, show me what should I do or what, what is the best possible outcome in the situation? How can I resolve this? Even if it's something really difficult. And, uh, and I was sharing with you that the three things that I wrote down today when I woke up that I was asking these questions were letting go with love. It's not up to you to solve it don't take that on. They may never change it. <laughs> and, and I feel like that there's like, you know, wisdom in that too. That is like, sometimes we're trying to take on the world, like the pain of the world, or even like the people close to us. And we want to solve everyone's lives because we've reached like a certain level of understanding, not to say that we're better, you know, than anyone else, but it's just like, when you reach a certain level of understanding, you want to share that with everyone else. And you want everyone else to be there with you. And maybe it's not for you to take that on, you know, it maybe it's just for you to be on your path and, and like follow your path and let everybody else be on their own journey. Yeah, that last one, um, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot there to, to explore. And, um, and I agree with what you're, I agree with what you're saying. Um, you don't have to sell yourself, right? 
the best form of, of selling is to attract, right? So do you, be you, do your thing, right? Write that script, like build that, you know, that product, um, launch that, you know, that brand, uh, go on that adventure, whatever is making your heart and soul sing, right? Do it. And don't go to other people and say, you know, I think I should do this thing. Okay. Because what you're doing is you're asking them for confirmation of how you feel. So you have to, and we have to do this work to be uh, confident in how we feel. We have to make our own calls. We're welcome to share, go for coffee, talk to family, all this sort of stuff, right? But like, you go to tell them what you're doing. Make the choice, make choices. Learn to be decisive for yourself in alignment with how you feel and what you seek for yourself in your life. And you doing that will attract those into your world that are interested in it, respect it, uh, want to you know, join forces with that, uh, work with you on it, like whatever it is, right? Um, you know, join you on the adventure. You will attract the energies that match, the energy that you want to bathe in, which is in an energy that makes you feel the greatest version of yourself. And that's the work we're doing. So allow yourself to feel that way. We have to do that work to get out of our own way. So we allow ourselves to feel that way. And then, you know, make those moves. But then just tell people, that's what I'm doing. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, just one step at a time, right? There's a whole library now, like on YouTube, as an example, of just answers to most questions of the world, you know, and Google. These are free universities. Use them, right? And just one step at a time, go where you want to go. Everybody around you and everybody around us, right, um, wants the greatest for us. Mm -hmm. They want us to be in our highest, happiest, greatest vibrating selves. In any respect that they don't, it is not a reflection of us. It is a reflection of them and unresolved things in their being that they are holding on to that is actually hurting them to hold on to that because they're, they're holding those darker energies, the resentment, the jealousy, the envy, right? The whatever, that all holds them down. However, we can serve them in helping them release that if it presents itself, then I do that, right? And I invite others to do that so that we can help others also realize their greatest and you know highest versions of themselves. Just me personally, I wish nothing but the best for everyone. You know, I mean, honestly, like I wish you the best. Go get it, live your dreams, like vibe at that level, you know, and there's no reason we cannot so or should not and, right 
And at the same time, we can't lose the sight of ourselves, our own dreams and our own journey by trying to convince other people to go for their dreams and their journeys. I feel like sometimes I've been in that position too, that I'm trying to convince other people, but then I end up like losing sight of my, my own path, you know, like what, where I really want to be at. Bless, bless the life coaches, bless the life coaches. Uh, It's like this thing that keeps coming up for me of like where I drift into like life coaching tone and I'm sharing a lot of insight, but I've, you know, thank you for holding space. I've been invited to, you know, share my perspectives and philosophies of the world. And I don't share them all the time with everybody. Uh, I love it. Thanks for sharing. picked up some of these vibes. And for me, I've been cultivating ways to share more of these, right? With people to help people who seek, you know, my perspectives and, you know, insights on these types of things. But um, that's that's a thing. There's like a, a needle to thread. Being the life coach, telling someone else how to live their life versus living your life and attracting others by example. You know, if you want others to change, others will change around you as you change yourself, right? Uh, Playa alchemists who are friends of mine, Burning Man camp, uh, that's the camp I love to jam at and and all of this. they're just all awesome people doing like incredible things in the world and um, just sending some big love out to the Playa Alchemy family and all the burners out there that don't get to go to the burn this year. Love you guys and we'll see you soon. Um, Want to just send that vibe out, but, uh, but they've got a great mantra, right? Change yourself or transform yourself, transform the world. So start with yourself, make those changes but you don't need to do it like in a closet without any lights on, right? Like your social feeds and things like this, like, hi, here's me. I'm on a journey. These are the things I'm, you know, endeavoring to achieve. And, you know, let's see how that goes. I'm inviting you guys to come with me, right? As opposed to going up there saying, here's the three things I think you should do with your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, like nobody responds to that. Everyone's yes, like, that never worked. I, I didn't ask you. Thank yeah. you. But but otherwise they're like, whoa, you know, look at the three things Chad's doing with his life. Quite a bit different. So one is inspirational that helps lift people up, leading by example. One is like more of you know, kind of a lecture format or whatever. So, you know, or an uninvited solicitation. The latter is very draining for those who could be, you know, empaths or want to help and, you know, help others work with others. Um, just hold space. Just hold that space. My suggestion to anyone listening here, right? Just hold that space, lead by your own example towards those visions and dreams you've set for yourself and share that with your world and with the world as you go. Don't be shy about it. Don't worry about it. Who cares what anyone thinks? That is your truth. That is who you are. Be who you are. You know, you're loved and welcome here in this world. Each of us are, right? So do that. And as you do that, you'll start to pick up this like 
support and encouragement and momentum that will help move mountains to get you where you want to go right and even as i say that like it sounds a little bit prophetic but i'm still doing that work to do a better job of sharing my journey with others in those respects so even you know through all the stuff that's been going on in the last year or so i mean i've been taking that opportunity to really meditate on how i'm sharing what i'm doing and who i'm connecting with and what i'm putting out and um and you know what vibe that's all about here in this conversation you're getting like pure unfiltered like authentic chad philosophy vibes right like this is this is like chad raw you know i love it we're exchanging this conversation is amazing that's fun I'm, I'm enjoying moving this and thanks for holding space you know i feel that it's valuable for a lot of people because these topics do come up a lot but I'm also doing this work, right? So you can look at my social feeds and you can go, I see some of that or some not on this channel or whatever. But this is the way, right? <laughs> yes, this whatever, is the right? way. <laughs> the, little, the, little, the little whistle sound, right? That they, you know, it's awesome. Um, but it is the way, like this is, this is how to, how to do it. And like I said before, like, you know, the person who knows where they're going, the world, will move mountains. So just go where you want to go, start doing that and you'll attract all that. And equally those who you're trying to convince to do that or to consider that will support you, surely, if they love you, right? If they're genuine about that, they'll work through their own resentments in their own time or their blockages. They will be inspired by your path. They will appreciate and respect it. And they'll come around on their own time, you know? So just don't worry about it. Just hold your space, right? This is me. This is what I'm doing. This is what I believe. This is why I believe it. Like I'm going, right? And just go and start that journey towards what you really want for yourself and your life. What really makes, you know, your heart and your spirit and your soul sing, right? And that's yeah ah that's beautiful oh my god i feel like we can't i don't even know like how long we've been talking oh my god it's been like a a while but it's worth it i love the whole conversation i just you know when i drop i feel like we could be talking for like three hours and i i just like i feel like the time is not even passed you know when your time flies when you're having fun kind of thing (laughs) for sure no you know i appreciate that i just drop into these things and, and go with it i mean you know I've, I've lived these extremes in my life. I've lived the, you know, the, the heavy financial, like suit and tie, really like kind of clean cut investment banking world. Right. And I've lived the other life of just like, I'm backpacking across Central America and like all these like wild things are, you know, experiencing and, and really connected like intuitively. And so my journey has been to find the middle ground of those two modalities right or those two like lifestyles and um build bridges between them right so we can weave other magic and do other cool things and uh you know and create and play and build the world we want and improve lives and you know have positive impact and all these things so like yeah that's the whole journey for me which has brought me kind of here which is how you see 
me involved in like whatever you know creative entertainment digital like all this type of stuff plus startups and you know finance and all these things and how all these things are blended together and they you know they light me up because collectively all of that like sets my soul on fire right so that's how I got well that's how we all it all started with a fire well you're you're lighting me up and you're setting my soul on fire so awesome I feel like I want to keep the conversation going we could definitely have like part one two and three uh it's definitely a lot to talk about we can we can like if am I still here Wait, you froze for a second. You got me? We're talking about fire. Please don't have another, don't set anything else on fire besides you, your soul. <laughs> you got me? You got me now? Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. I yeah. got you. No, uh, no, there's no other fires going on right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So, no, we're cool. I mean, yeah, happy to cap it there. I think there are a lot of like amazing uh, things to share. Maybe one more, maybe one more small thing I want to share actually is I'm thinking about that because. I want to give this one tool for people who want to connect with their intuition on that level and connect uh, with, um, you know, the commencement of this, this journey. It's a very simple and as short as, a, as an exercise. So consider this. As I alluded to, you know, living in, in a Western world, predominantly like mentally driven, lots of puzzles and paperwork and technologies and like lots of mental gymnastics, we'll say, right? So to move deeper into our truth and what feels right and to connect with our, you know, our emotional, you know, instrument and and energy in this, a great exercise that started this for me was not setting any plans for the day, picking a day like a Saturday, right? No, No plans, pack a backpack, you know, just put a backpack on, get your sneakers on or whatever, right? And just um, wherever you live, so let's say you're, you know, generally an urban dweller or whatever it is, right? A lot of people obviously in cities. So using that as an example, just walk outside of your place and just be. Like just, just breathe, just chill. You're in no rush. There's no time for the day. Keep your phone in your pocket for a bit, right? Just let yourself come and just be present and feel into your body. Just check in with it and feel which direction your body suggests you should go. So like when you feel like, oh, I'm feeling to the right. Oh, I don't really get a vibe from the right. I'm feeling drawn to the left, right? Follow that. It's not going to be obvious. It's not going to be clear why you're going to the left, if that's the way you feel, you know, pulled. But trust it. And this is going to start to build your relationship with um, source and with your intuition. And I've made mistakes mentally in all kinds of different scenarios in my life. But I believe and have experienced in my journey that my intuition that's a hundred percent. So I feel our focus is maybe on the wrong brain. So trust the signal your intuition is giving you to, to draw you in a certain direction. 
okay? And follow that and spend your day and you can do it like, you know, for a half hour, you can do it for an hour, you can do it for the whole day. Like just trust that adventure. Trust that wherever it's taking you is in alignment with your greatest and highest good, that the universe loves you and protects you and has your back. And that it is trying to pull you into these things that is going to continue to advance your growth, right? And bring you all those things that you seek in your life. So just hold some space to allow that to speak and start your journey. And when you get to another street corner, you know, do the same thing. Not thinking like, which light is green? Maybe that's a nice guide. You know, you follow in that flow, but you're starting to move into a bit of a flow state, right? So then you're like, okay, I'm at this street corner. So what is, what does it, what do I feel now? Oh, I feel like maybe I should go right on this corner now and cross the street and go that way. Don't think about it as much. Like obviously watch for traffic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't just, right? Like basic, yeah. you know, like be mindful of your basic surroundings apply, but like trust that and follow that. I assure you, as I sit here, as you do that, just as even as an exercise, the magic that, that will meet you on that adventure, even that one day will blow your mind. It will open up new doors. It will make new connections. You're going to have so much fun in your day, just going like, wow. And you're going to have no idea that any of these things were in store for you in front of your day when you took that first step out of your house all of the synchronicity is going to meet you there all of this like you know seeming coincidences you're going to start to see like signs you're going to see like inspirations art that's going to speak to you that you're going to link back to like that project you're working on and go oh that's an interesting you know idea and like these things are just going to start to pour in people are going to show up I've had experiences where like somebody I haven't seen in, you know, years and years, like you bump into, but the, the joke of the universe and the joke of this a bit is that the universe doesn't show you the answer first. It doesn't tell you why you're going that way. It's not obvious, but everything we ask of the universe is to be obvious. Take the uncertainty out is what we're always trying to do, which we feel that will give us more comfort, right? I believe that's a mask for fear and the discomfort of leaping into the unknown. But we need to just trust the unknown. It's okay, the unknown. Yeah, the just be present. Loves right? us. We're in good shape, yeah. So trust that and flow with it. And like, like I said, the things that meet you there will appear and then you'll know why you were drawn to the left instead of the right because you ran into that person on the corner you know a few blocks away or wherever it was wherever you know it was meant to occur and you run into them and you have this beautiful spontaneous conversation that leads to this new business opportunity or right or whatever and propels you even further along the path of your dreams so it's a recalibration of the way we navigate and starting with that small little exercise and just trusting in it, it's like 
a flower blossom blossoming, you know, it just opens up all these amazing being indoors. It, it takes all of this kind of stress off of needing to have everything figured out all the time. And it just like reveals so much magic. So it's a very simple exercise. Have fun with it. Like, you know, don't stress about it. It's just like explore that. But I wanted to share that based on everything else I was sharing as well. I wanted to kind of put that cap on it as another little like tool that anyone who's picking up on, you know, our conversation and, and this vibe yeah. uh, can consider. And I, I tell you, just like introducing that as a, as a way and means in your life will just uh, enrich it and add all kinds of new magic and ways. You're definitely, uh, you're definitely inspiring me to go for a walk now around the neighborhood uh, and exploring. Beautiful day, beautiful yeah. day. Get it, you know, <laughs> get it, you know. You put in, and, uh, you put, you put in big work here, holding space and letting me share some of these things, and I appreciate that very much. You know, it's nice to connect and and have this conversation, right? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it was in the work somehow in the universe, but I'm glad it happened, and I'm, you know, we made the connection, and yeah, it's been very powerful conversation. Like there, you know, my my being is like lit up and like um kind of all sorts of things are going on in, in my I don't want to say in my mind because I agree with you but it's like in my head like in my you know kind of like oh, okay but yeah, I can yeah. explore because I do feel like it's more I, I agree that it's like for me it's like a more heart centered so it's like my heart mind mind body and soul but I feel it's more like heart soul and spirit you know <laughs> like in my spirit uh right now because I yeah I, I'm really motivated by everything that we talked about and you know inspired and it's nice also to connect when you feel like aligned with, you know, our values and kind of like the way you lead your life. And it seems like very aligned to the things I believe in as well. So it's, it's very um, inspiring to have these kinds of conversations. I just wanted to share one more thing before I let you go. And this is funny. Oh my God. Cause this is the card. Okay. So when I was grabbing my journal, this is the card that fell off. These are like my soul cards. It's called Soul Truth. This yeah. is the card that fell off. So I wanted to read it. And yeah, can I? Yeah. Okay. Read it and then show me so I can see it visually. It says, uh, what, are, uh, what are the dominant emotions that run my life? Right. And then in the back, this is crazy because I didn't even know this was going to say this in the back. But think, this does was, it say kitchen fire? Because if it says kitchen fire, like I'm out. I'm you know. almost. Really? Almost. <laughs> okay. look what it says it All says right. burn with desire burn with desire that's pretty that's pretty good i'll take it yeah <laughs> there is power in your desires let them be your fuel today your desires are your soul's wings and it's time to take flight today go inward your answers lie within what do you desire choose what makes you happy and do that burn burn wow. with your with desire that's yeah like that's we just had this whole conversation about this about this card it's crazy i can't believe this like Beautiful. just fell off it's like summarizing everything we said it's one of those things you see we manifested it's beautiful that's a beautiful <laughs> thing to share thank you and i'm gonna receive that message because you know you're also a messenger for me so i uh I received that message. I'm going to do a little self audit of those, you know, burning things I desire. 
Right. Yeah, our burning desires inside of our soul. Yeah, everything's a teacher, right? It's all a teacher. Like, receive it. Some stress, just kind of pull it in and, like, you know, integrate it in our in our path. It becomes a part of who we are. So, like this too. But that's amazing. What a cool, what a cool share to cap this this uh, this chat. That was like so aligned, fully, fully everything we've talked about. I know I I'm blown know. away by it, especially the part about burning in the back. It's been a fire kind of day. Yeah, fully. I don't, I don't want to say that I'm surprised because surprise isn't the right word, but I'm just always in awe, right? It's like yeah. a state of awe of these things. Like I gush about them a bit because I'm like, you know, did you see that too? Like, it's that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, wow, that's cool. And wow, everything's magic. And, you know, uh, it's just, it's a state of awe for me. I'm in awe of our life experience and I'm grateful for it. And, um, you know, I'll say this last kind of quote, I guess, is, is they say, uh, you know, those who don't believe in magic will truly never find it, right? So it's like a way of life that has gifts and reveals them so trust in what we see trust in what we feel like trust in what's coming and um and just like flow with this stuff right like it's obvious we just got so much of this on tape in our conversation today it's just it's a beautiful thing what a what a you know magical space you've held for us to chat today so thank you so much yeah, I definitely feel the magic and we're very connected. I can feel the connection as well on a, on a magical level because things are happening all around, all around. Yeah, exactly. Fully. <laughs> yeah, fully. I mean, it's just like fireworks and stuff going off around us. Like, what's, what's happening? So very cool. Very, very cool. Well, thanks for chatting with me today. Chad, I might we might have to do a sequel. <laughs> it's going to be like Star Wars is going to be part one, two than the sequel <laughs> bringing that star wars up bringing that mandalorian and that game of yeah. thrones let's go you know uh, yeah i loved i've loved talking to you this has been a great conversation thank you so much for sharing your all your wisdom here today uh i hope we can do more of this more often sharing all this magic and creating this magical space sounds great it's been awesome maybe the next one maybe the next one while i'm one of those on one of those sets That'd be a touchdown. But anyways, who knows? I'm available. You know, vibes are out there. We've set these intentions and we put good vibes out in the world. I hope everybody's got, you know, some insights and some cool, some cool yeah. uh, takes that they can take away from this. So anytime. Yeah, there's a, speaking of being available, actually, there is a mantra they uh, sometimes they use that is when you're talking to the universe, I'm open and available for all the goodness yeah. even more than i can imagine coming from the universe so yeah and here we are and i'm open vibes are good so thanks thanks a lot thank you so much i really appreciate your time and your wisdom and just being here with me this is awesome likewise right on right. we'll chat later sounds good talk to you soon lots of love and light in your path and thanks everyone for listening and being here with us, sharing this magic. Sounds great. Big love, everybody. Have a, have a great day. Sounds good. Bye.